Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody out there, welcome back to Positively Wrestling Evolved. I'm Tim Kennard, with me my co-host, as always, Stephen Davidson. How are you doing today, Steve? Are you excited for another uh, fun-filled discussion on today's show? Always. Why why wouldn't I be? It's true. What what kind of question is that, Tim? Hey, there's (laughs) something else I'm excited about. Are you ready? Yes. So Epcot down at Disney World. They've got, got their mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, they've got their upcoming food and wine festival, which they have every year. They have a number of festivals every year. That's one of them. They've announced a, a litany. Litany, Tim. What other wrestling podcast is going to use the word litany? Just us. True. Litany of musical guests that they've announced. Ooh. And you know who one of them is? Who is it? The man himself. The Fifth Ocean. Billy Ocean. Get out the of my dreams. Get into my car. He's back. It's like the universe heard us three weeks ago. I know, Billy Ocean. He's here. <laughs> yeah. And if you awesome. weren't here three weeks ago, you have no idea why I'm talking about this. Yeah, it's very true. Unless you're a faithful uh, diehard, you do not know the inside joke with Billy Ocean. <laughs> all right. You get rewarded for listening every week. That's what we do here. That's right callbacks and all uh <laughs> and i guess uh, great news for you what today last day of classes you are free i'm free i've got online classes and uh, they're driving me a little crazy right now but at least i don't have to go into my well i, I left a book there my stephen king book i have to go to my office tomorrow but other than that i don't have to go into the office until august again so yeah i'm free that is awesome 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 well uh Professor, we need our latest update in math-based wrestling. So why don't you hit us with those numbers from this past week's uh, goings-on time-wise in the world of women's wrestling? See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50 normally chance if you go of one-on-one. What, what, what's going on over there? What are you doing? How many buttons do I'm you like, have? I like a bunch. I just like messing with you. <laughs> oh my God. All right. I'm free from some things, but other things I'm not. All right. Math-based wrestling week 33. It was a, it was a big one. We had uh, 35 matches at 17 stardom, 17 stardom. And they did not have a pay-per-view <laughs> five WWE, four NXT, four AEW, two impact and one NWA. Uh, no NXT UK on the list because we're recording on Wednesday this week. So we don't have NXT UK to talk about this week. Um, those 35 matches added up to a whopping five hours, 20 minutes and 16 seconds of bell to bell action. That's an increase of 25.8% over last week. The match average up a hair, 3.0%, nine minutes, three seconds. That's good. Again, anything over that seven minute range, I consider pretty good. We had, uh, the shortest match, Dana Brooke beating Becky Lynch in two minutes and 15 seconds on raw. 
Dun, dun, dun. Did you miss Raw this week? Dana Brooke beat Becky Lynch in two minutes and 15 seconds. We're going to talk about that. It's going to be our main topic of discussion today. A little bit later on, the longest match, Hell in a Cell. Triple threat, Bianca Belair defeating Becky Lynch and Asuka in 18 minutes and 55 seconds. And what a hell of a match that was. That is this week's Matt-Based Wrestling. All right. I tell you what. WWE coming in at the top and the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This week's uh, Matt-Based Wrestling. They said it's going to be cool all about box. us. Yes. Uh, we talk about a lot of that. Um, and, and just a, a quick note. We are, again, as he said, we're recording a day early. Uh, schedules. Uh, for the next couple of weeks, we'll be recording on Wednesday, um, of course, today and the next two Wednesdays, uh, still dropping on Friday. Show will still drop on Friday, uh, but and not a permanent change. It's just for now because schedules are weird. Right. We now. have a couple <laughs> crazy Thursdays, a few crazy yeah. Thursdays in front of us with things going on. Yeah. But uh, hope you will still listen anyway, even though we will be lacking or a little bit behind on a few things like AEW as yeah. you would normally have that and impact or you nxt uk excuse me NXT, nxt uk yeah but uh with our topics whew, i i i think we got to start with hell in a cell let's mm-hmm. talk about that triple threat because goodness mm-hmm. it was good it was amazing oh uh, man I, it went straight to my best matches of 2022 list like there was no yes. hesitation um trying to figure out where to put it was a little more difficult but let me tell you, it's high. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, this match was the best three-way match that I can recall seeing in recent memory from any promotion. Three, uh, we, I've talked about it on here before. I'm not crazy in general about three-way matches. I really like the one-on-ones. Um, yes. But, I mean, these three, they, uh, they went out there and they, they made me love this one for sure. It, it was absolutely incredible. Action-packed from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought Bianca was going to win, but I mean, based on the way they were laying the match out, it wasn't giving that away. Right. Um, and then the story too, the, the, the story laced throughout the match with Becky trying to win by capitalizing on somebody else's move mm-hmm. and then throwing them out. And then Bianca turning the tables and doing that to her and getting the win. Oh, that was fantastic. I don't think we've ever seen that before. I loved it. And uh, that will uh, well, we might revisit this a little bit when we get to our long form discussion about Becky Lynch uh, with her match with Dana Brooke a little bit later. But yeah, no, this from top to bottom, this match was awesome. We didn't have a, it didn't fall into a lot of the tropes. Uh, one of the reasons I think we both don't like the triple threat is, you know, it's throw one person out the ring so the other two can can, can fight. And they found some creative ways to kind of get around that. Uh, and I mean, yeah, it happened a couple of times, but it's going to have to. You have to in this type of match. Uh, but it wasn't as prevalent as it is with other triple threats I've seen. And like I say, it kept me interested from bell to bell. Um, and like I say, we were pretty sure Bianca was going to win. Um, I was pretty sure Becky was going to take the fall on this, but it doesn't really hurt Oscar to take the fall either in this, in this situation. Um, but there were a couple times I thought Oscar might win. <laughs> I was like, are, are they going to do that? Oh, my goodness. Um, and there was at least once or twice where I thought Becky might become champion again. I was like, okay, that would have been way out of left field and a huge surprise. But it didn't happen. But Bianca standing tall, 
um, again, taking advantage at the right time to kind of just get under Becky's skin and throw it right back in her face that, that Bianca's learning, she's evolving. Um, and she's learning from Becky, even, uh, if Becky doesn't realize it. <laughs> so I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I really it, did. It's, it's a good long form story for sure. Um, that, that has developed over the course of that rivalry and that they're, they're working that into their matches. And, you know, that's, uh, that's what the great, the great performers do. And so this was absolutely great without a shadow of a doubt. Oh yes. Oh yes. Um, just because we are talking hell in a cell, and this will wrap into another thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, the uh, three-on-three uh, six-man tag between, um, of course, Six-person tag. Six-person, excuse me, six-person tag match uh, with AJ Finn and Liv versus The Judgment Day, uh, Rhea, Damian, and Edge. And I actually like this match, too. I, I thought I think this was done very well. On another night? could have been a match of the night easily yeah uh and i thought both Liv and ria had great moments in this uh the uh, a scary spot but thank goodness you know even as they're performers but they have to look out for each other that dive by aj and finn to the outside and followed up by Liv's uh attempted the tope suicido that she didn't quite get a lot of launch out of but Rhea with the the right mind to get up and get under her to make the save just from a safety standpoint i was impressed by that that takes veteran smarts you got to know and and, and, and quick reaction Liv and Rhea, yeah live and Rhea have great chemistry yeah and i'll take a one-on-one program from them that can continue later on down the line i'll be happy with that um, yeah, I'm wondering if we might be headed in that direction. Not today. Not, not today, but um, it seems like, uh, I mean, I. I let let me say this. We're about to get into Rhea, right? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Let me point something out about Liv here, too, because, you know, she's Liv and I have to. Um, I really like the way that we've been seeing them book Liv, too. Because, you know, she didn't win that match. She didn't win on Monday, Mm -hmm. but she was booked strong. She didn't take a fall. She's been standing toe to toe. Corey, I I generally, I love Corey Graves. He calls the things that happen. He calls what we see, not what we were supposed to see. Um, He will call people out on the stupid things they say, but he said something stupid. He said that Liv has been unable to crack Rhea in any form. Liv beat her clean (laughs) just last week on Raw. Like. Corey, Corey, you're not helping. Um, but Liv's been booked very strong. And as we start talking about Rhea here, um, that's making me think that they have something in mind for Liv. Yeah, I think so. Um, but another moment I really liked in this uh, this six, uh, six-person tag was at the end, the, the finish, with Balor having Edge set up for the coup de grace and Rhea... Again, those ring smarts to know, I'll just get in the middle of him. He can't hit me. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's smart. That's so smart. Yeah. Uh, you don't see that a lot in, you know, the mixed tags. Um, 
but it was done very, very well. Judgment Day picking up the victory, which we <laughs> we thought they were going to. It depends on where the tag is, too. If it was an impact, he would have just jumped. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh depends on what promotion you're in right <laughs> and, and whether they allow the intergender wrestling yeah <laughs> um but uh yeah let's talk about Rhea because uh big moment for her she picks up the win in the fatal four-way monday night she's your new number one contender she will be facing bianca belair at money in the bank hmm i was surprised by this I thought we were going to not see this till maybe SummerSlam. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what other people were thinking. And now, there are several options. I think the most obvious option and the one that we're most likely to see play out is that Money in the Bank does not have some any sort of conclusive finish and we get a rematch at SummerSlam. That's my best guess. And it could be. Yeah. But there are Very other options. So. Yes, there are other options. Um, yeah, so I don't do you pull the trigger on a title change at Money in the Bank? I, I feel like no. Um, well, I mean, if you are thinking about maybe, and again, it depends on how soon, because you never know what WWE, when they have plans, it could be plans that aren't going to, you know, really uh, come to fruition for months down the road with seeds that they're trying to plant, trying to do the long-term booking. And then sometimes it's just like, do it now. <laughs> Let's get it going. So if Rhea were to win and become champion at Money in the Bank and Liv were to win Money in the Bank, Liv maybe not using the advantage of the briefcase and just saying, okay, I'm cashing this in. I want you at SummerSlam, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And there you go. She could and cash in that night, pull an Alexa. Or, yeah, she could do that. And win it. That would be interesting. And then have a SummerSlam match. Um, I read someone, I, not, not what I would call any sort of you know, reputable source, but there's speculation that they're doing another Becky Bianca match at SummerSlam for the title. And I'm, please don't. Not, not that they aren't great together. They are. Yeah. But uh, we need to give somebody else a chance here. So yeah, I hope and I, that's not what's happening. Yeah, I really hope that's not the route they're going to go. Um, I, I, I think, and we're going to get in, we'll talk to, about Becky later. Yeah. Um, I think there's a much better direction to go with her. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, congrats if, to Rhea. I thought the Fatal yeah. Four Way was a tremendous match. Yep, it was, it was. It was fantastic. And again, yeah. Liv doesn't take the fall, right. so they're not using her as a scapegoat. They, they seem to be protecting her right now. Yes. Um, um, and so, you know, if what if if they're not going to do a rematch at SummerSlam, that begs the question, a, re, a rematch between Rhea and Bianca. That begs right. the question, what are they going to do? Are they going to do Bianca and Becky again? I mean, it wouldn't, that, that would be very WWE. I hope they yes. don't do that. Um, but again, Liv's looked really strong lately. Maybe Liv gets that shot. Um, against who though? Bianca, maybe Rhea, maybe. or maybe <laughs> maybe Rhea loses and Rhea and Liv actually get some sort of big grudge match at SummerSlam. There's so many ways to go with this. Mm -hmm. uh, I like that it's not predictable. They 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 threw us a curveball. I think they they knew we were all 
expecting Rhea and Bianca at SummerSlam. And they threw us a curveball with this. And so trying to, trying to figure out what it means, that's a lot of the fun of wrestling. Yeah. And with the change that happened with the judgment, because, you know, other news is that Edge no longer in charge of the judgment day, Finn Balor. Yeah, that was a shock out. for sure. And it was like, wow, Balor's going to join up. And I've been wanting a heel Finn Balor on the main roster for a while. They let him do it in NXT. But I've been waiting for the, you know, like the Prince Devitt character to kind of be on the main roster, that attitude of his. Uh, it might be what they need to kind of finally get him over the top. Um, at least in Vince's eyes and say, and you're the writers and management. Um, but I like, he's like, I talked to Rhea and then I talked to, to Damien and yeah, I see how they've changed and they've been better. And then, you know, they turn on edge. Now I love this. I thought this was fantastic, but I agree with a lot of people that I've read online is that it feels like they did it way too early. <laughs> oh, it was definitely a, a change of plan. This was like a last second call. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> they got the music for him and he changed his whole look. And I mean, they put a lot into the judgment day as it was. And so, yeah, it was definitely not the plan from the start. This was, you know, whether it's Cody's injury, uh, the speculation it's Cody's injury. And so they want edge to be slaughtered into that, that face, um, the, the vacuum in the baby face side that is being left by Cody while he's gone. I mean, whatever, but I think it's obvious that it was not, part of the the plan from the beginning or even probably you know nine ten days ago probably not part of the plan yeah well and and speculation is that um along with you know the cody injury possibly playing a factor into this is that they wanted uh the judgment day i don't know why they just can't call them judgment what has to be the judgment day because judgment um, day was a pay-per-view well that's true too don't want confusion um would you rather them be called the great balls of fire? <laughs> um, no, because uh, if Balls Mahoney isn't in that that team, it doesn't make sense. Um, Rest in peace, Balls. But yes, uh, but I mean, I like the name Judgment Day. I just don't like the, have to, the Judgment Day. Um, but Did yeah, you like the Brian Kendrick. Do you have a problem the, with the I, Brian Kendrick, Tim? No, I like the Byron Kendrick. <laughs> you filthy hypocrite. I am. But I I read that this was supposedly they wanted to be a more supernatural type of gimmick. And I don't know um, what the obsession with supernatural gimmicks is in WWE. If, if true. I mean, I, I read that too. And I, it didn't seem to be going in that direction, though. There was no hint of that. Well, it, and the speculation is that Edge did not want to do it. And that's why it right. wasn't. And so now uh, it's and, going to be. Finn's like, yeah. I'll pull a rabbit well, out of a hat. Edge a little bit more pull backstage, I would think, with his status, you know, being you know basically a legend, <laughs> right. uh, and a Hall of Famer and prominent roster member. But uh, maybe Finn doesn't have that kind of sway. <laughs> they're like, gonna, hey, they're gonna they're gonna cut put you in main half. event runs, and you're gonna be a, a you know top top faction on the on the show. But uh, we're gonna let the spooky stuff happen. I mean, he does have the demon. Um, whether they incorporate that here, who knows? You got Rhea kind of doing the Joker thing. You got Damien's uh, when he loses it and goes to his what the the Damien side, the dark side, whatever. 
I could see them trying to do that. <laughs> it would be WWE. They could do uh, magic do stuff. That. Like Liv could put Rhea in a box and saw her in half and throw her legs outside and just pin her shoulders. There you Liv go. Wins. There you go. Supernatural spooky stuff. I can do That's this. That's how you do it, WWE. But it seems like ever since The Undertaker, they're looking, they, they have to have something to fill that void. And I just don't think they do. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I just want we'll, them to we'll be, see if that plays out. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I just want them to be just three. And like you said, people who are tired of not getting the opportunities are going to buck the system and do what they want. Yeah. You know, I think that's a great faction. You don't need supernatural. Keep but for simple. whatever reason, yes, the change happened. Um, and I do I do like it. Again, I just thought this was something that might happen two months from now rather and than so how, 64 how, days in. How does this affect Rhea, which is who we were talking about? I think because if they are putting, you know, some juice behind this team, I think it lead credence to where she's probably going to be the one to beat Bianca. Mm, okay. If you're going to put them on top, you kind of have to do that. I feel in a big way with a big match. And if you don't right now, you can't do the world uh, or universal title because uh, yeah. he ain't on TV for a while. <laughs> He's yeah. not working. Um and I mean, right now, Theory has got his thing going on. So Damien or, or, or um, Finn aren't going to go after that and wear that belt. So you have one belt left, and that's the women's championship. Isn't Roman supposed to be defending against Riddle, though, at Money in the Bank? Have they announced that? No, they haven't announced it, but that's apparently that's the plans fun. leaked. Ah, but I guess he's just not doing a lot of TV. He's up not. Until he definitely then. isn't. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we can see that um, for sure on our own TVs. And I wonder if that is kind of last second booking too because of Cody's injury. Oh, I saw it before that. Well, before that? Yeah, the, the, the leak claimed, and again, claimed, we'll see if mm-hmm. it happens, that he'll be defending against Riddle at Money in the Bank, uh, Orton at SummerSlam, and then McIntyre at uh, the one in... in uh, Clash of the Castle. Yeah, Clash of the Castle, yeah. Hmm. Which maybe hey, which means your prediction could still come true. I've been calling it the whole time. McIntyre taking it from him, yeah. but yeah, but back to Rhea. I think that would be a way if if you're going to use a title to put them on the map. That would be a good way to do it. I mean, she's, and, and she's say, credible enough. She's credible enough to beat Bianca. Yeah. So yeah. and Rhea Bianca can have some there's some hella matches. We've oh, seen yeah. them go, and they. It could be match of the night, match of the year contenders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but uh, let's move the, on. Well, just oh, one last ahead. thing. If the plan is for Rhea to become champion, then they've had this plan in mind for a while and they still let Liv beat her last week. So I think True. they have plans for Liv somewhere down the line. Yeah. Uh, and I think the baby face is always better in the chase. Yeah. I always maintain that. Um, for the drama, because then the you know when they finally win the big one, like oh yeah, it's it's the adrenaline's there. When the heel finally wins against the face, it's not quite as um uplifting. <laughs> right. Yeah, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Oh hey, I've got some stuff. So yes. stardom, we've got mm-hmm. some interesting things coming up in stardom. So they had a couple of shows. They've started. It's it's not the five star Grand Prix, but they've started. They've got three open slots in the roster for the five star Grand Prix this year's, and so they're doing a mini five star Grand Prix, basically of their their 
you know, low card talent, not mid card, but you know, the others um, to determine who's going to fill in those three. So, well, and Ami Saray from God's Eye, like how she got in there, <laughs> like she's going to go undefeated. She's going to she's going to beat everybody um, yeah. in this thing. Uh, so she'll get in. I think Neo Masaki will get in, and then somebody else will get in. Um, but beyond that, so they've started making some plans for their upcoming pay per view on the 26th. Um, I thought they were going to have those two title matches we talked about last week. The white belt mm-hmm. defense Saya against Starlight and the red belt defense Shuri against Momo. But apparently that's not going to happen at this upcoming pay-per-view because what has been decided is for the first time ever, the artists championships currently held by Momo and Starlight and Saki are going to be defended in a three-way match against um, uh, Donald Mondo. That's uh, Mm -hmm. Julia, Micah, and Mai Sakurai. Um, And stars Mayu, Hazuki, and Kaguma inside a steel cage. Holy shnikes! Oh my goodness. I don't think they've ever done a steel cage match before. Um, And some of the talents involved have at least said that they've never been in a steel cage match before. Um, Yeah. And so it was Kaguma that laid out the challenge. Um, Now, wait, I'm getting some stuff mixed up. I'm getting some stuff mixed up. It's not Donna Domondo. Oh, okay. It's not the it's it's Queen's Quest. It's it's stars Oedo Tai in Queen's Quest, right? Ah. I think. Okay. Anyway, Azumi's definitely in it. Utami's in it. And Usam, uh, Utami uh Sayakamatani's in it. Yeah. Okay. Um, because it was Kaguma who pinned Azumi and made the challenge. Um and it's not for the titles. It's not for the, I'm getting I've, I've watched so much wrestling <laughs> in the last 24 hours. I crammed 17 matches in 2 days. <laughs> 9 of them today. It is a it is a steel cage match, but it's not with Oedo Tai. It's Stars Queen's Quest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm losing my mind, Tim. Donna Domondo. <laughs> Donna Domondo? I mean, maybe that's why you mentioned them the first time. There were two challenges laid out, and now I'm getting them. They're kind of blurring together. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm forgetting which one was the cage match and which one was the title match. There is a cage match. What was funny is um, when Kaguma laid out the challenge to Azumi, uh, she and Azumi invited Utami and saya and they they accepted um and kaguma then invited hazuki to join her and hazuki accepted and then hazuki invited uh mayu and they held the the microphone up to mayu and mayu just stood there and she didn't say anything and then she said in japanese but she said do i have a choice (laughs) <laughs> she wasn't excited to do it she didn't want to do a steel cage match um 
I think what it is, okay, that's going to be a three-on-three steel cage match. And then there's a separate triple threat for the titles is what it is. Ah, okay. With Oedo tie. Now, now it's clearing up in my head. Yeah, with Oedo tie and, and Donna Del Mondo. Um, and who's left? Um, Cosmic Angels. Cosmic Angels. That sounds more right. I'll, I'll have it straightened out in my head next week. Um, I was doing a lot of double duty today, <laughs> juggling a lot of things today. But yeah, so there's that. That's coming up. But also, we had uh, the main event of their show on Sunday was Cosmic Angels. Tom Nakano, Unagi Sayaka, Mina Shirakawa, the three big ones, against uh, Colors, who we talked about before, um, who are kind of free agents and they're roaming around going to different places um colors is their unit name uh with an apostrophe s instead of just an s so okay yeah yeah you know i'll chalk that mistake up they they probably made that that mistake having the apostrophe when it's supposed to be plural for the same reason uh people in america constantly make that mistake a lack of understanding of the english language um so the stipulation on this match was the losing team had to join the other unit straight up. Whoa. And cosmic angels win. So colors is now part of cosmic angels and they're the largest unit in stardom. Yeah. From what the smallest unit to the largest unit in one match. (laughs) Yeah. So they now have eight, eight members. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And Tom interesting. Nakano has a singles match at the pay-per-view with not support. And decided, hey, they're gonna do it. Let's do it too. Let's have a steel cage match. And so <laughs> so we got a one-on-one steel cage match too with Tom Nakano and Not Support. Now, Tom Nakano, you know, because we watched an old match together, she can be extreme. She was in oh, that yes. exploding bar, uh, what exploding baseball bat match. Yeah, um, she has a whole other uh, persona, a hardcore match Tom, and so I expect this to be a different Tom from what we're used to seeing in Stardom. So it's going to be great. Uh, She's the Mick Foley of Stardom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She she can get hardcore for sure. Um, so. Not sure about when those title matches are going to happen, but you know, at least they're not happening when I'm in Charlotte and I don't have to make myself get up and watch live because Momo has a title match. I'll be able to drive home and and not feel guilty about waiting to watch it until after <laughs> I get home. So I'll take that. I'll still get to watch Momo live whenever that happens. So exciting awesome. things though. I'm excited to see how yeah. Stone does a steel cage match. Yeah, I'm very intrigued. Yeah. Um, that is awesome. And the idea of the, the triple threat for the uh artist belts is pretty cool yeah and what i'm what i'm going to do right now as i'm vamping is (laughs) pull up uh stardom's um uh twitter because they they have all the matches Ah. okay so the cage match is yeah the cage match is just uh the 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 tag team cage match is just stars and queen's quest so yeah I was right about that. And then it's, oh, it's God's eye. It's oh. not, it's, it's not, oh. Son of a... <laughs> I just realized God's <laughs> eye is in this match and they've yet to lose a match. 
and now they're getting a shot at, at, at oh man come on oh, sure he's gonna be the champ champ <laughs> oh so yeah so momo starlight and, and saki are defending against julia micah and my sakurai and shuri mirai and ami Sure. oh yeah hey would would you accept it if god's eye wins the artist but then momo takes shuri's title <laughs> yes yes a million times over yes i would accept that i would accept that by the way as we're recording happy birthday live morgan happy birthday live yeah two days ago when you're Excellent. hearing this but yeah as we're recording happy birthday live awesome yesterday was kayla braxton as we're recording oh well happy birthday kayla yeah. um any other stardom news that you'd like to discuss? That's it for this week. All right. Um, well, as we were talking about our, our long form discussion last week, of course, was the booking of Britt Baker. And that tied in a little bit to Thunder Rosa. And coming out after we recorded last week, of course, we reported that she wasn't on Dynamite. And it was very odd that they don't mention her or anything at all about. Yeah, you know, not win. even a mention anything and uh then you know we had read that she was out sick and that's why she wasn't on but apparently that is not the whole story Um, that was true she was sick she was sick but but it's coming out that she was not planned to be on the show in the first place yeah (laughs) sick or not yeah apparently she is uh not real happy about it and neither would i be (laughs) right at this point um and they're, you know, kind of, I don't know if like a conversation was had like officially, like with her and, and, and Tony Khan or other w- AW officials or whatever, but it is coming out. Reports are saying that she is very unhappy with the booking of the women's division and her uh, run as champion in general, especially because you look at the time they were given Britt Baker when she was champ mm-hmm. and not even close uh, with with Thunder Rosa as champ so far. No, 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 not not so, even a competition. Yeah, yeah, it's very it's very disheartening, and uh, you know we talk about it all the time, and even both sides of the coin, WWE, AEW, just in sure. general about the poor booking of the women's divisions. And, yeah, um, and putting the spotlight on them, and this just this just is, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It really they does. have, and they have, they both have problems, but they have different problems like wwe yes. tends to give the women's division time but they just spotlight the same three or four people over and over yeah. and over nobody else gets a shot AEW, arguably different people are getting opportunities if you consider it opportunity when you're barely on television yes agreed yeah that that is what i was trying to get at but you said it much better than i would um but yeah so i uh, I don't know. <laughs> and and I do, Mercedes Martinez has been defending the Ring of Honor Championship on freaking dark. Yeah. It's like, what is going on? Come on, people. Um, but I'm happy that Athena, you know, made her in-ring debut. I'll say yes. that. Yeah. Uh, it was good, too, with uh, Kier Hogan. Yes. I enjoyed that match very much so. Um, but, yeah. I'm interested to see what happens tonight. Um you already know if you're listening. It's true. You've already yeah. seen it. Uh, yeah. But for us, watching AW a little bit later, um, seeing if Thunder Rose is on there, what's you know, yeah. what's going on? I want to yeah, see what well, direction we're going in. You know, we've both, and I especially, have 
have, have voiced my frustration with AEW and Tony Khan, the way that they portray the women um, or how little they portray the women and how they seem to, you know, portray them as being less than the men, just straight up. That That's how it is on AEW. Now, you know, we can talk about WWE, but five of the last six Raws, the women have been the main event. Yeah. Five of the last six. That's remarkable. And I'll say that WWE has been seemingly giving more time. Yeah. To the women. So I can't fault them for that. Right. Um, not for the past month or so, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fault them for it. It ever seems since, like they've improved on it. Ever since Becky came out and said about AEW, WWE treats our women better than them. Then it's it, like it, they're making a point to show us. Yeah, how we do. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, interesting. Um, but yeah, I just, I just wanted to bring that up. I'm the AW women's division. Yeah. Still kind of in shambles. Yeah. <laughs> Something to keep an eye on, see how it plays out see if, see if they heard her and they start featuring her more or if they prove her right. Yeah. Or if she loses the belt really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. That would um, also be another statement they could make, which would not look good. <laughs> right. Right. Um, speaking of uh, featuring more women, uh, we had a six way on SmackDown last week for Ronda Rousey. Yeah. So um, Natalia winning over Aaliyah, Shayna Baszler, Zaylee, Raquel, and Shotzi. And who did you have? Who did you think was going to win this? I kind of thought we were going to get Shotzi. Oh, my God. She would have been my last pick. <laughs> really? Shotzi? I thought we would get Shotzi because it's it's someone you could throw in a program with Ronda that's not, you know, it, it, you know Ronda's going to win. Right. She's not going to drop the belt. Right. Uh, and it's someone who hasn't been up there yet. Mm-hmm. Feature someone different. Um, I would have loved, you know, Rhonda and Shayna. Yeah. I think they're but saving I think, that. They have to I think build they might Shana be saving that. Yeah. They got, they need to build her back up instead of her just being, you know, a snack for Rhonda to munch on on the way to SummerSlam or wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I thought um, it was. I thought it was going to be Raquel, just based off the previous match they had. That's um, true. I think Natalia is probably the right choice for now, because, like you said, it's someone Ronda can beat. Nobody's going to pitch a fit over it. Um, you know, I'm sure Natalia has her dedicated fans that say she should be champion, and uh, we won't have it any other way. But uh, nothing against Natalia. There aren't a whole lot of them, or at least they're not vocal on my Twitter right. feed, at least. Um, so I think they can sacrifice Natalia to Rhonda without upsetting too many people. Uh, Natalia can help put on a pretty decent match with Rhonda. She's experienced. Um, and so, yeah, it's just to help Rhonda bide time. So I think for now, um, that was the best, the best option. We know Rhonda's not losing the title right now. So don't feed her someone that shouldn't be, you know, losing. Yeah, and Raquel should not be losing right now. Right. If you're, it was okay the think, way she lost the first match, but yeah, again losing again would hurt her. I think for now. Yeah, I think you're saying you know maybe she's the SummerSlam opponent. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Build her up. Let her be the SummerSlam opponent. Um, if not, live winning Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it might be a returning Bailey. Oh, I was going to say Raquel. Raquel would be a good winner too, but I think, you know, because we've been hearing Bailey pretty much ready to go. Yeah. Is what, you know, whenever they have something for her and surprise entrant in Money in the Bank and winning would be huge. It would. It would. I can, I, I don't know. I just don't feel like she'd win. She might show up. I don't feel like she would win. I think they have other plans. It's very possible. Yeah. Very possible. Um, but we shall see. Uh, but that's a good thing is they're keeping us guessing. Yeah, it's fun. Though, it's more fun. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, but Natalia will, will give Rhonda a good match. She helped train her for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. So, and they, they can play off their previous on screen friendship. I mean, they were friends during Rhonda's first run. Yeah. A tag team. So they so can, can play you, off of that. You can milk this a little bit, mm-hmm. I think. So I'm not mad at it. Not no. mad at it. No. Um, but yeah, uh, you also wanted to talk about some NXT. Roxanne Perez pulled it hey, off. Hey, hey, she did it. Um, yeah, from the beginning, I didn't think she would even be in the tournament. Um, mm-hmm. because like we've already said over and over, she's kind of already broken out. Um, but you know, on the flip side. Uh, this does give her one big thing on her resume already. And if they're really grooming her to be a top star of the future, the more things on that resume, the better that's going to make her look when she's in that position where, you know, yes. Michael Cole can rattle off all her achievements. First ever uh, women's breakout tournament champion uh, being able to say that it's, it's going to do nothing but help her. So I, I understand the choice um tiffany stratton would have been good too but where she wasn't even in the tournament at the beginning similar to chris statlander um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. pretty obvious she wasn't going to win because she wasn't meant to win from the beginning if she wasn't even in the tournament um yeah yeah, so it would have worked a little better for that for tiffany because she's a heel and it would really you know add more heel heat to her to not be in from like when shane won the freaking best in the world (laughs) tournament oh my god Every human oh. being alive hated him. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. So similar to that, it would have added some heat, but it was pretty clear that that wasn't the plan. So uh, I get it. I, I, I get I get it. And I love Roxanne. Absolutely. Yep. So happy for her. She's really thrilled about it. You can you can see that. Now, do you think she still would have been the choice for winner had the injury not occurred to Nikita Lyons? That's a good question and something we'll never know. I'd say probably though. Think so? I think so. Yeah, I I don't know. Because they were they were getting behind Nikita pretty strong, but I don't know. I mean, they've been behind Roxanne as well. So yeah. It would have been a hell of a main event (laughs) for that tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And you could see head to head. There was a there was a part, a spot in the match where their communication was off. I don't know if you picked up on it. Um, and they just couldn't quite, it took a couple tries to get back on the same page. Uh, it started with Tiffany over in the corner and I, one of them went to do something and the other didn't know it was coming or something. And it just, it was a little off for a few seconds. Um, and you could see Roxanne, if you knew what to look for talking to Tiffany and helping get the match back on track. 
And typically heels lead the match. Um, but Roxanne took control and, and got the match back on course. And that just speaks to her, uh, her maturity far beyond her years being able to do that. And so, yeah, she, as long as nothing unforeseen and unfortunate happens, absolutely future multiple time world champion. Uh, she's going to have an amazing career. I agree. Um, also we had in your house over the weekend as it relates to NXT and much to my surprise, a clean sweep by toxic attraction, retaining their tag belts and Mandy Rose retaining her NXT women's championship. Well, I won't say, you know, it was a huge shock, but I kind of thought those tag belts were going to change hands. I wanted them to, I didn't think they would. I thought they could, but I didn't, I didn't think they would. Um, But that was a fun match too. Yes. Um, and then of course, Mandy Rose retaining over Wendy Chu. Very sad and disappointed that we don't have a, a champion. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I did want to ask this question. Ask me a question. Does does NXT? Oh my god! Two. Uh, <laughs> How many different ways can you f that up? Uh. Uh, watch me <laughs> as Liv would say just watch me <laughs> uh, um, it's watching you and watching Liv are two very different experiences but is NXT 2.0's women's division the best booked women's division in WWE best booked women's division in WWE did they use their roster and their women on uh, better than the main roster women Get you. if I think if we're talking over, you know, a long period of time, absolutely, without question. Now, we're seeing some potential, especially over on Raw right now. That's um, true. Very true. They're, they're, they're doing pretty good things right now. Will it last? We'll have to see. Um, so there could be a challenger. Um, but I think as of right now and in the recent past, yeah, yeah, I think for sure. I think they have the best consistency in the yeah. how they've. I mean, we had that one episode that was all women. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or women involved in every match, anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, just as I was watching, I, I was just like, man, they seem to really be getting it right. And I'll say, almost as a whole, it seemed like NXT was a much better overall show than the main rosters were from start to finish. <laughs> it was. It was at least this was past like, week. Yeah. I didn't yeah. hate the main roster shows either, though. Um, oh, I didn't hate them. I just, uh, yeah. I just really, I thought NXT stood a little bit above the rest. And I'm noticing uh, Fallon Henley is getting more and more confident every week, like visibly yes. so, visibly so. She's starting to stand out too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, uh, what sucks is like, how can you use these characters so good? <laughs> and and then NXT? change. Them. Now they don't just miss them. As they soon change as they them. go to the main roster, yeah, you change them. Yeah. If it ain't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. But anyway, um, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, shall we move on to our main course? Let's do it. All right. Uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, we mentioned this uh, shortest match of the week, uh, taking on Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke defending her 24-7 championship. Um, now, I love how we got set up for this. I thought this was fantastic. Uh, Becky, of course, you know, losing 
Sunday at Hell in a Cell in the Triple Threat, and then comes down, cut the promo, and then the twenty four seven shenanigans break out, and Dana Brooke rolls up uh, Tazawa and regains her title, and then Becky's just like, no, 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 I'm tired of people winning championships while I'm in the ring. Then it isn't me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna defend that title against me right now, and we get the match. Oscar comes down because hey, her and Becky got some history and some some things to settle and i love this i love that we have this oscar becky program uh kind of going on i dig this uh but yeah Shayna, with a little bit of distraction help from oscar uh, gets uh gets the victory the uh, roll up and the win dana dana you said Shayna or dana yeah dana sorry Shayna should have beaten becky great. at wrestlemania 36 but didn't well, okay. <laughs> yeah yes um but yeah, this was this was great. This was great. Um, I am enjoying the journey that Becky is on right now. I think they're they're doing a lot of things right. Uh, I hope those rumors of her and Bianca rematching at SummerSlam are not true. Um, I mean, they could be, and it could it might be like the final nail in the coffin of this little uh, story for Becky to hit rock bottom. Um, to start, you know, so she claimed she, she already did that though, and then she did the maniacal laugh and saying, "Now it's my journey back to the top and all that." Yeah, so it's it's really weird. Um, that's why I don't want the the, the Bianca match there. Um, and I don't think I, mean, I don't mind Becky and Bianca having a match again. They're going they have a great match. They had a fantastic one at Mania. You know, it's yeah, all that's it's not it's not <laughs> that it's not that yeah it's it's you know we've we've done that and it's time for somebody else. Like I was just saying a few minutes ago, the the main problem with WWE is it's the same people all the time. Yes, yeah. Um, you build new stars if you're never featuring your new star. <laughs> yeah, and when your top stars get injured or have to go away for a little while, then you have no one to fill that void. So, yeah, yeah. an injury should not be the reason someone gets pushed. <laughs> right, right. All, uh, I mean, if it is, take advantage of it. Um, yes. But that shouldn't be, your mindset shouldn't be well. I'm pushing right. this person until they can't go anymore. Yeah, and then yeah. I'll think about the next one. Like no, no, right. no, 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 no. Right now, a lot of people did not like this booking on Monday night and Becky losing to Dana. Um, and I mean, I I can understand. I mean, certainly, like if I was a big Becky fan, I can understand because who's Dana Brooke beaten? Really, nobody. Okay, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, now there was outside interference from Oscar, of course, yes. but it also still happened. Really, that I didn't have a problem with Dana winning the match with Oscar's help, but I thought it was awful fast in two minutes and what I what I say sixteen seconds. Yeah, it, 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 it feels very, to very me quick. like it should have taken more than that to keep Becky down, who had been dominant for three years, run through everybody, um, and it, it took very very little to keep her down. And if I had a problem with it, it it wasn't that she lost. It was how quickly and easily she seemed to lose. Yeah. Uh, And although, honestly, I didn't have a problem with it. It does not bother me one bit. But can you justify, like, could you explain it kayfabe? Like, why, when Shayna couldn't beat her, when Sasha couldn't beat her in the cell, when, you know, everybody, when she beat Ronda at WrestleMania, why was it so easy to keep that same woman down against Dana Brooke on a raw. I think that in, in for me, and I don't know the WWE 
WWE is thinking this, but for me, the way I rationalize, I guess, to where it's okay, is I see this journey Becky's on right now as this basically this descent into madness. Um, you know, it was like, and again, this is all keeping in mind if the goal ultimately for next WrestleMania, next year's WrestleMania is Ronda versus Becky, that rematch. If that is still in their mind is what they want to do next year. You have to rehabilitate Becky because Ronda probably won't stick. You know, it seems like it's going to be another one of those. I'm here for a year or so, and then I'm going to go take some more time off. Um, We'll go into that, you know, Brock Lesnar contract type of mode where she might be back for a few months and then gone for a few months, whatever. Um, But in that scenario, I think Becky has to be the man, the face. It can't be big time Bex. She has to Um, win. Yeah. Uh, She'll have to have credibility and back on that winning track. But I think for the fans, you want Becky to be the one getting the cheers here. Uh, not to say that Rhonda has to get the booze, but it naturally happened that way last time. It could naturally happen that way again. Um, but if you sell this as Becky's descent into madness, she's just so delusional because she's gotten away from the man character and what it meant to be that, you know, I don't take no gruff. And now it's I'm all about the glamour with the outfits and the, you know that new attitude and I'm big time. I'm like a movie star egomaniac type thing. And this is just, you know, she's forgotten how to be the man, the as a wrestler and those smarts and that ring awareness and that kind of thing. And now it's just, I have an ego. I should win. So I will, but no, you're not thinking about how you should win. And going to those links that digging deep that you have to sometimes to pull out a victory in sports or whatever in life. And I think that's how you sell it. She's nowhere near that. Her ego is eating too much of her talent away. If that makes sense. She's, she's not thinking in the right mindset. And that's why it was so easy to beat her and why you can sell it that way, because she's kind of forgotten how to be her. I like that. And then eventually, and okay, and even, you could take that mindset and it could go and she could somehow get that uh, match again with Bianca at SummerSlam. And in her mind, you know, her ego could be was like, I'm going to do it again. I did it in 26 seconds or whatever it was, 13 mm-hmm. seconds. Uh, 26, um, I think it was, yeah. 26 seconds at SummerSlam last year. I'm going to beat you even faster this year. And you have Bianca devastate her at SummerSlam a la Brock Lesnar versus John Cena to where it's out of nowhere. She gets very little offense and Bianca just wrestles circles around her. doesn't have to be quicker than 26 seconds, but it could be four minutes of just domination, a couple KODs for good measure. One, two, three, and Becky is left you have her come out on raw the next day. It's just no look blank expression that, you know, who knows, just so completely distraught, doesn't answer anybody, maybe comes out to the ring with a mic, but can't even say anything. She is so beat down and downtrodden and then just walks out. 
and then we don't see her for a month or so. Go take a vacation, enjoy, you know, being a mom for a little while, take a little time off, and then you can bring her back in the fall, October, November, and let her make a save or surprise, maybe Survivor Series, she shows back up out of nowhere and makes a save and is rocking the man gimmick. And come back and was like, I lost myself and I am so sorry. And it took some time away and it took uh, having to go through that beating by Bianca and everything that came before it for me to understand that I wasn't myself. I don't know who that person was, that big time Bex. That's not me. I'm the man, Becky Lynch. And I'm going to get my title back. And Rhonda, I'm coming for you at Mania. And boom, six months of build the mania, blow it out the water. You almost That's like me. made me a big Becky Lynch fan there. Um, <laughs> no, I like that. That I, uh, you know, it's it's good enough that they'll probably never do it. Um, but yeah, no, I like that. But you're right. I mean, the the logic works. It, it makes sense. Um, there is more to a human being than their physical body, and their mind can affect what their physicality is capable of. Um, and yeah, that makes sense. And I'd be even, I hate to say better with that. I'd be more okay with Bianca Becky at SummerSlam if it wasn't for a title. Um, so that the title is somewhere else like Aria versus Liv, but that would also necessitate Bianca losing the title. And I'm not ready for her to lose the title yet either. Um, right. So uh, I feel like, I don't want to say there's no way to get to SummerSlam without suffering some measure of disappointment somewhere because there is. Um, but I feel like at least I personally with who I like will probably be feeling some measure of disappointment somewhere between now and SummerSlam, whether it's Liv not getting a big match or Bianca losing the title or getting the Bianca Becky match for the title again or something. I feel like something's going to happen. that's going to disappoint me, but I hope not. True. Well, I just gave you what, in my mind, the booking should be right. for Becky. Here's what the bo- booking is probably going to be. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. Let's Here's where I play the other side. And based on WWE's track record and how they throw things together last second. Um, instead of Becky facing Oscar like one-on-one in a grudge match type of thing at Money in the Bank, they'll both be in the Money in the Bank match. Probably. Uh, Becky will win. She will cash in against a beat down Bianca after shenanigans happen. She beats Rhea via DQ. And then Rhea just, you know, beats her after the fact, beats her up. And then Becky takes advantage, cashes in the same night, becomes champion at Money in the Bank. Uh, and then we get Bianca getting her revenge on Becky at SummerSlam, beating Becky and taking her title back. <laughs> maybe, maybe with Rhea in the mix, maybe a triple threat. Or maybe a triple threat. That's probably what we'll. Yeah, it, it, it does sound very WWE. But you know what? They've been surprising us lately. Maybe they'll surprise us. This is true. Again. Yeah. This is true. Um, um, what about Dana Brooke? Though? So they could use this to really, you know, increase her profile and, and increase her standing in the company. She now has a very fast victory over Becky Lynch. As they used to say on Kayfabe commentary, Gorilla Monsoon, and whoever else, it doesn't describe how you won in the record books. It's just a check in the win column. 
And that check in Dana Brooks win column says a two minute, 16 second victory over Becky Lynch. Nobody else can say that. So how they will do it, they'll probably ignore it. Um, But how they should and could do it, they could really help give Dana a boost. Yeah. And I I can't remember if it was actually on raw for it was a WWE.com exclusive or whatever, but they did have a little backstage segment with, Dana afterwards being so happy about what a big moment it was and a big win for her to get the belt back and to beat Becky Lynch, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and for a half second, I thought Becky might win and become 24 yeah, seven champion. I did too. And then somehow we get that belt legitimate. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, that I would have been kind of okay with. Because you can and you can still play into it because Becky could sit there and be so proud of having this title that they've treated like shit. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like it's literally just a prop. You know, it's, yeah. it has no real value. You can't really, I mean, yeah, our truth is like a 400 time <laughs> champion. Yeah. Who cares? It's like it doesn't, it's it's nothing. It's yeah, fun. I- but I've, I've got to say just Becky wanting that match and wanting to win it helped that title. Yes. Yes. Uh, but I thought that it would have been great if she had won. And then she sits there and I am the most important champion on Monday nights because I defend my title 24 yeah. seven. Yeah. yeah. Like, she, like she could like, totally <laughs> went into something crazy. Like when the that. GCW comes out and says, I have the most important sought after championship in the sport. Yep. Sure you do. <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why would you want to get hit with barbed wire and, and light tubes? <laughs> Yeah, insane. Insane. But get out of my mind. Yeah. Get into my life. Billy Ocean live on the show. <laughs> Never. Um we haven't asked. That's true. We have not asked. I wonder if you I wonder if you do a women's wrestling show. <laughs> Your thing, right, Billy? For, for all we know, yeah. Why not? be a huge fan? Yeah. He might know more about stardom than you do. <laughs> I just naturally assume everyone is a huge women's wrestling fan until they give me reason otherwise to think so. Very true. Very true. <laughs> we see you, Billy. But yeah, so uh, I, I enjoy the journey right now we're getting with Becky. I hope it is more like I have in my mind yeah, and less like WWE's track record. <laughs> and, and it's not like what you propose there is even unreasonable. It's not that's that wasn't crazy booking like that was pretty. I mean, yeah, that was pretty believable booking. So why not? Why not? Why can't it be this way? Right. (laughs) Hire us. (laughs) You keep firing your family. Why don't you hire? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you're firing the people you love, I promise you won't love me. Vince. Yeah, you will not love me. (laughs) I guarantee it. Oh man, I think he's just going to marry or adopt uh, Nick Khan. <laughs> I'd be wearing Sasha Bank shirts to work every day. 
Oh, and then there's that. <laughs> then there's that. Yeah, nothing and more still, to talk about there. Yeah. Nothing more to talk about there. The radio silence on that is killing me. Yeah, I expected it. I, I don't think one day we'll just hear something. Yeah. And oh. yeah. Oh, although um, something you mentioned last week, actually, um, they are WWE is not legally able to both freeze the contract and suspend pay. They can't do both. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good. Good. Yeah. That is good. That is good. So one well, way is one other. or the other. <laughs> one or the other. Yeah. Either they're just not paying them right now and they're letting their contracts expire mm-hmm. or uh, they're getting paid to sit at home. They're getting paid to sit at home. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you choose in WWE's position there? I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay. We freeze them, but when we finally unfreeze them, they only have to work for us for a couple months and they're going right. to jump ship anyway. Right. Or we say here, you're just not getting paid because you refuse to work, but your contracts will be up in two months. And then we can talk or we won't. <laughs> what I would Either do is way, I, I would establish contact right now and I would try to, to well, rebuild the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you do it, though. It's tough. I mean, you got to, uh, you have to put a lot of, a lot more into the women's tag titles. Yeah. And it's, I mean, when we know it's not something that seemingly that Vince even cares about, right? That championship. So, or right. championships. But yeah. 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 Oh, goodness. Oh, well. But anyway. Anyway. We will look towards the positive and, you know, well, I mean, again, Sasha and Naomi will be fine no matter oh, what yeah. happens. Yeah, they will be right. fine. They're all if right. they never work in WWE again, I would be very sad. Yeah. But one or both of them will be in AEW. It's pretty much, I'm uh, sure. Maybe. I would love, I said it before, if Sasha popped up in Starter, man. Yeah. Man. Oh, my God. That would be um, awesome. But I, unreal. I think that's far-fetched, though. I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's necessarily the most likely scenario, but I don't think at it's least unlikely. not long term. Yeah, I don't think it's unlikely because she. I mean, Japanese wrestling helped to get her into wrestling. It's what she That's loved, it. and she went over there during her hiatus to practice with Mako Satomura and and other Japanese. So, I mean, she loves it. And that's where she's going to get the best wrestling. If that's what she cares about, that's where she'll go. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But with the other opportunities stateside within, you know, the film and TV industry, right. I think might some might hinder that. It could. Um, yeah. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But uh, any more thoughts on uh, the Becky and Dana or either that uh, situation going on? Uh, no, I thought it was gutsy booking. And I understand that some people are upset about it, but I think Becky is what we call bulletproof. And so, I mean, she could be, she could have a title match tonight and nobody would bat an eye and nobody would think that it was unbelievable if she won. True. So Very Becky's, true. Becky's bulletproof. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what we have to say about it, <laughs> but no, that's our show this week, but we got to do our awards. It's time to check in. With our May Young Give Them a Hand Awards. Thank you so much. So let's start with 
favorite match of the week. Oh, that triple threat. Bianca, Becky, Asuka. Yeah. Um, yeah. Easy, easy choice this week. There was uh, other great matches from other promotions and, and from WWE, but I mean, nothing, nothing even approached it. Nothing else even approached that one. Yeah, I'd say that's definite number one. Uh, close second, Fatal 4-Way Monday night as well. I thought that was a really, really good match. Okay. A second but, or a close second? Second. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't say close second because that, that triple threat match, I mean, that that's border. No, that, the, the triple classic. threat was heads and shoulders above. Yeah. 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 But, the, but the if fatal not four-way was for good. that, I think the fatal four-way would have been my number one. Okay. Had okay. that other match not taken place. Gotcha. Um, performer of the week. Roxanne Perez. It's all you. Congratulations. Breakout star. Huge win. There's only one first timer and that will always be Roxanne Perez. So um, absolutely deserving. And man, I just, every time she's on, uh, my eyes aren't looking anywhere else. I just want to watch her because she's just so good at what she does. And yeah, this is just the beginning. I love what Roxanne is doing. Congratulations her to winning that breakout tournament. But for me, my favorite performer of the week will go to Rhea. Little bit of bias in there. I'm a big Rhea fan, but I'm happy that she's got that number one contender and that that title shot against Bianca. I want this program. I have wanted it <laughs> for quite a while, um, and so I'm I'm really looking forward to this. So I give it to Rhea. Yeah. What's your favorite moment? Oh, this one's tougher. Um, I moment it may not be the right word but my 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 favorite thing of the week was keeping live strong in her losses just those booking choices and keep and keeping live strong even if they don't have big SummerSlam plans for her or something at least it shows that they're they're listening to some degree and they're taking her more seriously as an on-screen talent and so yeah i mean i'm gonna give it to the the booking decisions for live this week even in a pair of losses. All right. And I mentioned it earlier, but I do want to call attention to it again, just because of it's a side that a lot of people do not think about when they watch uh, wrestling in general is that, yes, these people are the good guys versus the bad guy, but it's a dance and they're there to help each other. And again, it's that moment Rhea having the wherewithal to help save live with that dive, which could have been a catastrophe. Mm Mm-hmm. If, these, if she doesn't take those two quick steps to get up under Liv, Liv goes head first into the into the, well, the mats on the outside, the ringside yeah. area. Um, so I or just could. thought that was She cool. didn't catch herself. Yeah, she could have. Yeah, it could have yeah. been bad. Yeah. Could have been real bad. So I just like to point that out. It's a side that doesn't get a lot of accolades sometimes, but, you know, they're, they're there for each other, whether they're rivals or not. They want everybody to be safe, especially with all the injuries that are going around right Uh, now in wrestling. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Get well, CM Punk, get well, Cody Rhodes, Mm -hmm. everybody get well soon. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Crazy, crazy stuff. All right. Well, that's our show. Uh, We'll be back again next week. Again, we'll be recording on Wednesdays. Of course, still dropping Friday, 6 a.m. Bright and early. Eastern, Eastern time. Eastern time, Eastern time. Uh, hope you enjoy the show. If you got any thoughts, please email us at uh, poswrestle 
cast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter. It's uh, plus Russell cast. That's P L U S Russell cast. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Steven at bizarro doom. Find us on Facebook. Just search for the positively wrestling podcast and you can find us on TikTok. Hopefully some more content for TikTok coming soon. I've just been super busy here. Um, but yeah, enjoy the wrestling this week. Uh, no big pay-per-views this weekend. I think we have a weekend off of, of big show. <laughs> um, big show. I know Shine's got something coming up. I don't know. I mm. think I think Shine has one this weekend. Oh, um, okay. Well, hey, yeah. check out Shine, definitely. I, th- I think uh, Shine does. One of the indies. Uh, I'm, I've been busy, too, so I haven't checked. I think, I think it's Shine that has one this weekend. Either Shine or Mission Pro, but I think it's Shine. Yeah, so definitely check it out. you got to support the the indie promotions as well, especially with it, women's wrestling, just to show them that, hey, we love the product. We want more and you deserve to be promoted. Um, but yeah, have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Steven, take us out, my friend. Get into the backseat, baby. And my name. <laughs>